Hello and welcome to Rules of the Frame. I'm your host, Connor Reed, and here is your co-host, John Skinner. Hey, how's it going? (laughs) So for those of you who have probably intentionally picked this episode out, you can see that we're starting a new mini-series. We have just finished up with our Everyday and Adventure series, which was a lot of fun. It's good kind of taking a step back and like just going into normalcy in a time where normalcy is a very rare thing and so I I think just the timing for that was very opportune and I'm really glad that we were able to kind of look at more intimate character-based films like it was just a good good time and good period and it was fun getting you in John and um, I guess for our first order of business for this mini-sode in announcements of furthering the podcast and all that we are very sad to say that our dear Riley Hardy is no longer a co-host he has just gotten very busy and is swamped he's doing all sorts of stuff down in dallas so he's having a good time but he's like you know i just don't think i can put in the time for this sort of thing which we totally understand it's been super great having him here he is always welcome back and in fact he's going to be on like a couple episodes um here and there he's like you know just throw me in as a guest whenever you want but he's no longer a co-host which is a bummer so john is now stepping in as main co-host because i have nothing going on so i can do it (laughs) oh man it's gonna be good it's it'll be a different flavor from here on out you know worse you can say worse (laughs) not worse it's gonna be different different Different, yes it's gonna be spicy i've i've got big shoes to fill and i'm (laughs) I'm looking forward to it and uh literally i think he wears it size 12 or something yeah i definitely don't so uh, if that's what his shoe side is, then then I definitely literally have big shoes to fill. I don't know why I, you're going to make me wear his shoes for the podcast, but I mean, yeah. if we want to make it literal, we can. That's just like at the desk, so we set the suit shoes up underneath the desk so you know how far away from the mic you need to be, and so we just glued his shoes to the bottom of it, so to the that's floor, why you got to be in it. It's the only thing you can use that desk for now, <laughs> yeah. the podcast. It's for podcasting. Because it's like just awkward enough where you can't really do anything on your laptop or computer. You can just be like close enough to the mic so you get good levels. But so there, there's that. We're sorry about that. But we're also excited for our new series and just the future of this podcast as well. So um, this is our new series. It is Limitations Breed Creativity. This is also kind of one where we had some suggestions thrown in of people saying like, oh, well, there's all sorts of interesting stuff that you can do with film if you have like these limitations. There's, I mean, just a lot of the films that people are seeing today have limitations in a sense, but it's usually not like a director trying to challenge themselves on something or is like challenged because of the system and the structure of Hollywood or how films are set up. And so we're really, we're really just delving deep into that and um john i know this is whenever we are talking about series this is one that like popped out to you as well and so what are some of your interests in doing it i just always love um you know the kind of the stereotype for for big uh very very big budget uh star directors is that um a lot of times as soon as they get money thrown at them they 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 fall apart a little bit you know the the classic new hollywood era you know that kind of happened to where you had, you know, Apocalypse Now is great, but I mean, they they filmed like, what was it, seven years worth of film or something crazy <laughs> amount, you know, like like there's there's these kind of infamous stories of like, do not give a director complete control, 
Um, and so sometimes that's always interesting is like, well, you know, why does that change? Why, why, what's happening before? What, what were the limitations that caused them to do better? Mm-hmm. But also I'm really interested to see like, like how directors use that to their, their benefit. Um, and I don't think this was part of the decision we made it, but it's interesting. You're talking about, you know, the year that we're in with 2020, uh, I, it's not less with movies, but I'm sure it's happening with movies, but, but with TV, I know that there's been some some limitations of mm-hmm. you know I, the 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 really ugly one was uh, was it Blacklist had oh, their finale yeah. or something oh gosh and they, and they had to they had to do half of it in like what cel shaded animation, animation or something yeah it's really and, bad and pretend and pretend it was like a cartoon or a, a comic book or whatever yeah and it was like and and so like that was an interesting it was like oh wow like there's no plan for that and uh, and they. In that case, they didn't do well, but I think um, it's really cool to look into how people have used their limitations mm-hmm. uh, to make better art. Not not just escape, not just get around you know limitations, but actually use them um, in yeah. filmmaking. So I'm really looking forward to this series. Yeah, and we're trying to like vary things up a lot. So I mean, really differentiating on what we mean by limitations. It's not just going to be a director saying, "Oh, I'm going to try to make this look like it's." all in one shot or okay we're just going to do it all in one location we will be covering that stuff but we're going to be covering more than just these limitations that directors like oh, i think this would be an interesting like piece to the story but really digging deep into film as like a universe and how there are so many limitations that are built up within it whether it is monetary if it's like a director has a big idea but no money to fund it like how do you do that or even just the limitations of, you know, female directors being such a rare thing um, for the longest amount of time. And, I mean, thank God there's a growing representation of that. You know, it's still nowhere near equal. But how to be like some of those first female filmmakers in a time whenever only men are making films and the producers are expecting you to make a film like a man. And so seeing how these limitations affect and change and make things more creative like I always think uh there's this documentary that features a bunch of musicians I can't remember the name of it right now but like the edges in it and um Jack White and uh there's this really great segment where they're asking Jack White about like how to be creative and he's like you know you have to have limitations to be creative like if if you have free reign it's just not gonna work like if you're told like here's five million dollars like go around the world and write a song it's like okay well i can do something with that but like there are these things where it's like if you someone said okay here's 50 bucks or here's one recording session that you have in a studio you have to make an album in that time like how are you going to do that and so we're just going to be digging into that we're trying to vary also with filmmakers as well we know we've been using like richard linklater a lot lately which we love him and he really fits into just about like every single one of our our um, categories. He could easily fit into this one as well. But, you know, we're trying to mix things up as well and, you know, just just see how things go. I just think what you said, you know, limitations breed creativity. And, and you know, I, I don't know the series. We may not be doing a lot of, you know, magnum opuses or like, mm-hmm. you know, films where, where a, 
a director has been trying to do that movie their entire life and and and, and this is the culmination of, of their career or anything like that but to get to that point you have to be savvy and you have to deal with either the constraints put on you or sometimes you're putting the constraints on yourself like um i think that's kind of an important part of the story of of, of any creative career is what do you do when when things are tough or what do you uh put you know what limits do you put on yourself you know and and um sometimes it's it's artificial sometimes it's it's uh it's forced on you but i, I think that this is an important part of what it means to be creative because um the world isn't perfect and very few very few people honestly get to make apocalypse now yeah. or you know tree of life or anything like that where where it's it's a blank check but I think a lot of people out there, no matter what kind of uh, artist they are, what kind of creative they're being, uh, this is something that's really helpful to, to just realize, all right, well, what do you have to do? How do you have to think uh, in a certain situation when you, when you don't have everything you need? Right. And a lot of my friends who are aspiring filmmakers are always just like, oh, man, I want to make this project. I, I wish I could do it if only I had this or if only I had this much funding or this much backing or was like produced by this studio and oftentimes like the advice I hear from a lot of my other filmmaker friends who are like in the industry and are accomplished and have like films out and all that they say you need to cherish those limitations that you have on you because like they suck but they make things better because they make you like have to work around it and have to be creative instead of just saying, how are we going to solve this problem? Oh, well, let's just throw more money at it to solve it. You know, that's that's not going to end up in a good product. It's going to be something like cheap, ironically, but like, you know, just thrown together and like with not as much heart in it. But, you know, I just know a lot of my friends who are like, yeah, my earliest stuff is my best stuff because I had so like little money, I had so little crew, all these other limitations on it. So we're going to be diving into all of those aspects as well. Um, the first film that we're going to be doing is 12 Angry Men, where Riley is actually on that one. It's technically his last official co-host one. So that's the sad send off. But my uh, father, Rod Reed, is also a guest on it. He is a great admirer of that film. Absolutely loves it. I think it's in his like top three or five or something like that. We've been meaning to have him ha on the podcast since the very beginning, and it's great to have him on for that episode. Um, we're also kind of recentering ourselves in this series. We know that in the past with some of the other previous series, whenever we're examining the films individually, we can kind of veer off track and lose focus of the overall goal of the miniseries. And uh, with this one, we're really just trying to recenter on that. So, like, how do these films each fit into the series that we're going into? How do the limitations make it a better film? And that's going to be, like, the big part of the episode. So, we're going to try to do better at that. Uh, we are also launching our YouTube page. So, we are going to be putting up all of our episodes on there. We're also going to be trying to incorporate some visuals with that as well. Um just make it more interesting if you want to watch it like that and yeah i think that's about it unless if you have any other news john i have no other news <laughs> all right well we'll see you guys later